Let's revisit uh, this Selena Robinson issue. Uh, and I know this happened a few days ago, but I think it's important we talk about this because I think there's broader repercussions to this. Now, you know, there's always calls for politicians to resign. The opposition says it. There's always some special interest group. Uh, and today, in an era of outrage politics, it's it's a regular occurrence. But rarely do politicians resign. Uh, but in this case, uh, with uh, our post-secondary minister, Selena Robinson, it happened relatively quickly, all based, of course, on a Zoom call she was on with the B'nai B'rith Association, where she referred to a piece of land as a crappy piece of land in regards to uh, Israel and the lack, implying basically there was a lack of resources. Uh, Ms. Robinson, of course, apologized and agreed to take um, anti-Islamophobia training as well. Uh, but there are many calling for her uh, resignation, including a dozen BC mosques and Islamic associations, along with many left-wing groups. Even NDP leader Jagmeet Singh called her comments offensive and irresponsible. I don't think there's much love lost between the BC NDP and the federal NDP. Uh, Premier David Eby was asked about this, of course, and here are his comments on uh, his his thoughts in regards to how the Jewish community felt about Ms. Robinson's removal. Right now in our province, uh, it is a profoundly sensitive time for so many people. Um, we have uh, uh, war in the Middle East. Uh, we have war in Europe. Uh, we have uh, a growth in racism and discrimination. We have politicians internationally and domestically seeking to drive divisions between us uh, to focus on uh, what our differences are rather than what brings us together. This is a direct threat to British Columbia and what makes us successful. Now, Mr. Eby did defend his minister for many days, but uh, it was an abrupt change. And by 1.30 the other day, uh, Ms. Uh, Robinson was gone. Vaughn Palmer was on with uh, my colleague Simi Sarah this morning. Uh, and take a listen to how he describes the timeline in regards to uh, Ms. Robinson's departure. When the premier was asked, Simi, what happened between Friday when he was standing behind her and Monday when he was dumping her, he said... Well, you know, we realized that the work here to repair relations with the community was going to take a lot more of her time, and, and she wouldn't be able to manage the Ministry of uh, Post-Secondary Education. So he's the one who said, he said, it really is just a math problem. It's a time management problem. I mean, that's just BS to me. We know yeah. what happened here. Yeah. He chickened out because he had lost the support of a key community that he needs in an election year. And because he'd had to cancel a fundraiser and it was obvious to him the damage and the protests weren't going to go away, so he sacrificed a minister. Vaughn Palmer being Vaughn Palmer, but he's bang on there, folks, uh, as always. Uh, joining me now is Mary Polak, a strategic advisor for Maple Leaf Strategies. You also know she has held many portfolios in government, including the Minister of Environment, and she joins us now. Mary, thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you for having me, Jazz. I know you came uh, out in defense of Selena Robinson when all this was uh, going on uh, probably about a week ago. Uh, your thoughts on what's transpired? Well, ironically, David Eby is the one who is going to have to do a tremendous amount of work in, in the Jewish community to try and regain that trust. Remember how the Jewish community came out with great generosity, I might add, um, when his... Uh, Post his social media post acknowledging the Holocaust, instead um, acknowledged increases in Islamophobia uh, by mistake, and they were very generous about it. And I want to, I want to focus on that part of it. There's no question that some people were offended by what Ms. Robinson said, uh, 
Um, I don't think any person in public life, as long as Selena has gotten through it without saying anything that they, uh, at least one or two things that they didn't wish they had back. But when we compare what typically has caused cabinet ministers to resign or be forced to resign, is so far and away different from the level of commentary or, or mistake in her commentary uh, made by Ms. Robinson. It's, it's absolutely chilling to think we've come to the point where what seems to be the criteria is not uh, some kind of objective measure of what it was you said, but how offended and which group were offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is a disturbing and a chilling experience for anyone who's in public life to think how on earth how on earth do we engage in real authentic political discourse when that's the yardstick? Do you think this puts a chill, uh, further chill for elected officials? And what I mean by that is just, you know what, I'm just going to stick to my talking points. Uh, I'm just, or I'm just not going to make myself available to uh, broader discourse with community groups over Zoom, where you can be recorded. I mean, is is this a further reminder to us why people, why politicians sometimes aren't as open as they need to be? Well, and I think especially in the age of social media, where Uh, It's pretty difficult to tune out. Um, You have to, in a democracy, you have to be able to challenge ideas. Uh, My mother's old saying was uh, to be easy on people and hard on ideas. When you're hard on ideas, some people are going to feel offended. The fact that someone feels offended may mean you need to reach out to them may mean you need to do some work with them to build their trust or or build some understanding between you. But does offending someone mean you should be resigning your position? How do you get through a day in politics if you are truly engaged in political discourse? How do you get through a day without offending someone? And I I just think that's that's the very worrying place that we've come to. Uh, I'm curious, but how much of this uh, falls on Ms. Robinson's shoulders because of the language she used? We are in the midst of a of a very much a heightened conversation and debate around the Middle East. Uh, first of all, there was a terrorist attack, deep hurt and anger uh, among those uh, of obviously Israeli citizens, those of the Jewish faith, which uh, where Ms. Ms. Robinson comes from, and a tremendous amount of anger. There is a broader conversation about the Middle East, the treatment of Palest- Palestinians uh, post-World War II. That's a broader conversation uh, as well. But should she not have been much more careful with her words as well? Should she have been able to, should, should, she, should she not have recognized the moment as well and say, you know what, I'm going to be very careful here because I need to be, because I'm an elected official, I need to sp- uh, speak for everyone. I shouldn't be using terms like uh, crappy piece of land. Well, it, two points on that. Uh, one, she acknowledged that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was her apology too, uh, was that she shouldn't have used that language. And I think even most commentators, myself included, who, who side uh, with Selena in terms of the resignation, who side uh, with her on that, um, would also acknowledge that. But um, to equate what she has said, and, and I urge people to read, uh, there's ample um, access to it on social media, read uh, what it is she said at that panel. She was discussing the history 
of Jews around the world, the history of uh, Holocaust and how so many people aren't aware of it, and how people are not aware of how the Jewish state was founded uh, and how that came about. And so I think we can understand where she was going with it. Did she say it in a way that could be found offensive? Absolutely. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you compare that to the kinds of other things that have been said by other politicians on this very same topic, and yet she's the one who's out of cabinet, uh, that just seems like a, a great big uh, gap, a chasm um, between what's happened to her versus what's happened to those who have literally uh, been out with groups inciting violence, and yet they remain in their position. Let's look at crass politics for a second. You're the Premier of British Columbia. This t- continues to grow. You have a sizable Muslim population uh, that uh, is banning your folks uh, from mosques and variety of other Islamic associations and visiting, number one. You have people showing up to your fundraisers and your caucus meetings, attracting media attention, disrupting some of these meetings, disrupting some of your fundraising activities, and you're mere weeks away from a throne speech, a budget, and eventually a narrative that you must write for this spring heading into an October election. Um, In many ways, one would argue just based on politics alone, uh, Mr. Eby was backed into a corner and he couldn't do much more and he had to do what was required here. And and, and I hate to say it, but give the folks who wanted a resignation a resignation. Well, so there you hit the nail on the head. Um, Is that what we want? Is is that what we want? Do we want um, politicians, those leading us, those governing us, Do we want them to be purely motivated um, by how this looks from a political standpoint? There was a time in our society when we highly valued political leaders who actually stood up to the mob, who actually said, no, I'm going to do what I think is right. And we know what he thought was right because he said it in the earlier days, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So before his big shift, Um, So I guess that's our choice, right? Do we want people who are going to stand up um, and back their people when they've done the right thing? Because she apologized. She even agreed to go uh, to anti-Islamophobia training. I mean, she did all you could possibly do. and he didn't back her up. Well, yeah, I mean, so I, there is that. Is that where we want to be? Yeah, no, you raise a good point. We know she's not a racist. We know she doesn't uh, yeah. have ill will toward, towards those of the Muslim faith. But words didn't come out the way they should have. And, uh, and I think you raise a very good point. As always, Mary, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thanks, Jess.